Hello, thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Month Ahead Audio Horoscopes for Leo Season. This is Renee Sills, your astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology Podcast. Along with these horoscopes, please make sure to listen to Embodied Astrology for Leo Season. This special episode called Glow Time focuses on Leo in the body, in life, in love, in relationships and experiences. Everybody carries Leo in their bodies. Everybody has Leo in their charts. And in this episode, I'll offer some attunements and healing practices for working with Leo in yourself and in your life. Also, please remember to check back in with me at the new moon and the full moon this month for some lunar attunement practices. On July 31st, we have a new moon in Leo, and on August 15th, we have a full moon in Aquarius. And both of those days, I'll be putting out meditations or embodiment rituals to help you attune with these lunar cycles. I want to offer a huge thank you to subscribers. Subscribers, thank you so much. You keep Embodied Astrology happening, and your monthly donations are what sustains this work. If you enjoy Embodied Astrology, please consider becoming a subscriber. You can subscribe at any amount per month. Really, even just $1 a month is so helpful. Your monthly subscriptions allow me to continue this work with steadiness and reliability. And if you get something out of Embodied Astrology, please help it to sustain, help it to continue. Subscribers also get access to my extended monthly horoscopes. And these extended forecasts include a PDF with planetary aspects and lunar cycles throughout the month, my interpretations for the energy of those aspects and cycles, and some embodied suggestions for how to work with this energy. You'll also get an extended audio horoscope that you can listen to that isn't sign-specific, but that goes through in detail a lot of planetary energy that I don't mention in your individual horoscopes. If giving a recurring donation isn't available to you at this time, consider a one-time donation, and please always share it with friends. This is the number one way you can support this project is by reposting it, forwarding on the emails, and telling your friends about it, giving five-star reviews on Apple iTunes podcasts or wherever it is that you listen. Finally, I want to give a brief plug for a special retreat that I'm offering later this year. From September 29th to October 3rd, I'll be offering a three-day residential retreat where we'll be working with embodied astrology. In this retreat, you'll learn a ton about astrology, you will work with your own chart, you'll get to prepare for the exciting astrology of 2020, and use your astrology and use the tools that I offer for how you embody astrology and the astrological potential to manifest your magic. Get more information at embodiedastrology.com under play and learn and live events. Your horoscope is coming right up. Stick around. All right, we're going to get into your horoscope now. As always, I just want to encourage you to listen with an open mind. Horoscopes are a general kind of art. There are a ton of people on the planet, and there are not only 12 kinds of people. So as I offer your horoscope, I'm offering general suggestions, and the energy that I'm receiving from the chart may or may not be applicable to you in exactly the way that I speak it. So please listen for the sentiment or the symbolism in what I'm saying. Apply it to yourself intuitively. If you associate to something that I'm saying, that's the right thing. You can go down that road. Listen a couple of times, 
ask questions to yourself, kind of consider all the different ways that you could think about what I'm offering, and always take what works, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are simply suggestions here for your best benefit and positive evolution. I want to encourage you to listen to the horoscopes for at least your sun and your rising sign. Your sun sign is the season that you are born. It's what you answer when someone asks, hey, what's your sign? Your rising sign is the time of day you were born. Not everybody has this information. And so if you don't know your rising sign, your sun sign is awesome to listen to. Some people really get into listening for their moon signs, for their Venus signs. There are all different signs for all the planets in your chart. And really, many of the horoscopes could speak to you. So I hope you enjoy whichever ones you listen to. Hello, Pisces. Welcome to Leo season. This is your audio horoscope and month ahead for the span of time between July 22nd and August 22nd. And for you, this span of time is highlighting your solar sixth house. So for the Pisces rising chart, um, Leo rules the sixth house. If you're a Pisces sun person, think of this as uh, something that is a message for your soul. And just kind of listen, as always, to what works. Take what works, leave the rest. And enjoy the symbolism, the sensation, the sentiment. All right, so this place in your chart has to do with the most practical matters of your life. And I mean that literally, like practically, what do you need in your environment and what keeps your life functioning? This is your schedule, your health regimens, um, your daily routines, and the jobs and the chores that you need to do in order to keep your life going. And for many people, this does include also your job. And I think there's a, quite a lot of people who work jobs because they need the money and the job itself is not really the thing that they want to be doing um, with all of their time. So this is still a necessity. It's a practicality. Um, how do you earn what you need? And this place in your chart also has to do with the sense of practical usefulness of you as a being in the world. Um, where are you useful? How do you feel your sense of responsibility on this planet at this time? What do you want to contribute? How do you want to serve? And what is service, really? Um, you know, where, where do you feel like you need to show up for something? So over the course of the last month, um, cancer season, there was a lot of energy in your solar fifth house. And this place has quite a different feeling than the solar sixth house. This is your joy. This is your vitality, your essence. Um, if you can be doing anything you want to be doing, what is it? How are you um, really kind of expressing yourself in an authentic way? As we move into Leo season, these considerations take on, again, a more practical tone. You may be thinking um, about ways to make your day-to-day -day life more fun. How can you structure your time and arrange your life, your schedules, your regimens, etc., to be more aligned with a sense of vitality and creative enthusiasm? 
Leo is in conversation all month with the other fire signs, Sagittarius and Aries. And for you, the fire signs all rule places um, that have to do with employment, with vocation, again, with this kind of more practical considerations of your life and how it functions, um, including how you earn money and uh, what it is ultimately that you want to be doing. So if this is not about the job that you're doing because you have to do it, what is it that you're really doing here? What's your um, sense of purpose or ambition in the world? And there's a lot of stuff going on in these ideas for you right now. Like, what is it that you're here for? What are you trying to do? How are you going to sustain it? You only have one life to live. You have limited energy and resources, um, the feeling of um, a momentum of some kind or an intensity of some kind to apply yourself and use your energy and resources in ways that feel good to you is ramping up. This is your one life. How the fuck do you want to live it? You know, it's this kind of feeling of like, okay, let's go. Um, Leo is also in conversation with earth and water. Um, Leo is in kind of an uncomfortable aspect, uh, with earth and over the course of the month, as you kind of are asking yourself these questions, how can I apply myself in different ways? What is it that I want to be doing? How do I take care of myself in a more energetic way? Um, You may have to contend with rules. You may have to contend with social expectations. You may have to contend with uh, barriers of of some kind. And there's going to be a little bit of friction for you, particularly in um, what I'm going to say is your mental capacity over the course of the month. How can you project out into the future and how do you narrate the current experience to yourself? Do you see the opportunities when they're in front of you or do you see a rule? Do you see a should or a responsibility? Um, When you see a doorway, do you see a door that can open or do you see a barrier that's been shut? And you're throughout the month kind of working to expand your mind in some way, but you may also be confronting the limitations of your own imagination, quite frankly, and like how can how can you make this thing happen? You want to um, kind of work to lubricate the functions of your mind a little bit and release them just a smidge from too much reality. Um, so let's take a look at what's going on throughout the month. I'm going to look at just a couple of the most important um, aspects and transits. If you want more information about the astrology of this month, please consider becoming a subscriber to Embodied Astrology. Subscriptions are pay what you can. You can pay any amount per month and subscribers have access to my extended horoscopes. And these extended horoscopes have a lot of information. So you'll have a little bit over an hour um, long recording of me talking about all the aspects coming up this month, how to work with them, what to expect. This is not science specific, but you can apply it to your chart. And then you also get a PDF with all that information too. Um, Okay, so as we get into the month, there is movement 
um, as I mentioned a moment ago, from Cancer into Leo. So we've got the personal planets in Cancer and Leo right now. The sun moves into Leo on July 22nd. Mars is already there. It's been there for a couple of months. And then on July 27th, Venus moves into Leo. Venus brings a benefic, gentle, beautiful quality into this part of your chart. Again, this part of your chart has to do with your day-to-day schedule, your regimes, your chores, a sense of service, and also your health. Um, Public service announcement, your health has a lot more to do with uh, your happiness and your state of mental equilibrium um, than it does just solely with your exercise or your diet. You probably know this. I'm just reminding you that health is a holistic state um, that includes mental, emotional, psychic, spiritual, and physical health. And as Venus enters the sign, you are reminded that you're probably um, able to experience your best health or your sense of um, most complete wellness when you are happy, when you are engaging yourself with activities that you love and that bring you joy. When we're stressed out, when we're doing stuff that we don't like, our health suffers. So this is a reminder to fill your days with at least some uh, you know, dance break parties or something or stop and smell the flowers, so to speak. Um, Venus is in Leo through August 21st and this gives a sense of peace and enjoyment and um, again a kind of beautiful quality to your day-to-day. It's a really good time to focus on kind of how you're using your body to engage with pleasurable activities that are health boosting. On July 31st, there's a new moon in Leo. This is also the day that Mercury turns direct. The new moon is at eight degrees of Leo. A new moon is always a time for a new beginning. And for this new moon, just consider what do you want to cultivate over the course of the next 12 months in your health, in your daily day-to-day life, and with your jobs, your busyness. Um, Some of you, this may also be uh, with your pets. Actually, I forgot to mention that the sixth house rules, pets, and relationships to animals. So some of you may also be um, kind of thinking along those lines. But at this new moon, there's a lot of support for you to be kind of um, making space, making yourself more available to uh, include what um, stimulates your heart, what brings you joy in your day-to-day life. Mercury is turning direct on this day, as I mentioned, at 24 degrees of Cancer. This is in your solar fifth house. And this is a kind of reminder to bring in your sense of vitality, your fun, your joy into your day-to-day. Think back over the last three weeks of Mercury's retrograde. Um, Notice what you notice. Maybe there have been some ideas kind of in the works that weren't quite ready to move forward as Mercury starts to pick up up speed over the course of the next few um, days. You're more and more ready to move these projects forward to kind of start to think about how do you change these more structural elements of your daily life to include more of a heartfelt sense of um, satisfaction. On August 11th, the planet Jupiter stations direct in Sagittarius. Um, Sagittarius rules your solar 10th house. This has to do with your career, your vocation, your public persona. For many of you, um, this again is what you want to be doing in the world that may have to do with career or vocation. That may be some kind of other quality that you emanate. And Jupiter and Sagittarius have... um, 
the kind of expansive meaning making, um, knowledge seeking, <laughs> wisdom loving qualities to them. Jupiter is a ruler of Sagittarius, so it functions very strongly there. They share these qualities. Over the course of the last four months, Jupiter turned retrograde on April 10th. You may have been in a kind of reflection period for yourself around how do you want to be in your public presence? Really, what is it that you are doing here in the world? And how are you growing in that experience? Um, For those of you that have been quite content in your chosen fields or with what you're doing, you may be in a time right now where you're thinking, "Mm, I'm ready for just a little bit more. Where else can I go with this? How can I expand my reach or how can I expand my um, knowledge? For those of you who kind of have flitted around quite a bit, as uh, many mutable signs tend to do, you've become um, very adept in many, many different things. Jupiter at the top of your chart may be infusing you with a sense of optimism right now and adventure. How can you synthesize all these various skills that you have and places of knowledge to form it into something of a unique whole? And then as we get into next year, there will be more momentum for you to build on that. On August 11th, um, Uranus also stations retrograde on this day, and Uranus will be retrograde until January. It turns direct on the same day that Saturn and Pluto form their conjunction in Capricorn. So if you're familiar with astrology, you're very aware of this applying conjunction between Saturn and Pluto. And this is a very important astrological aspect. It only happens once every 36 years, has not happened in this sign for a very, very long time. And this is bringing um, a a completion cycle to something. And I'm going to say that there's um, a sense that I get looking at your chart that the completion cycle may be resonating on a couple of different levels. So on one level, some of you may feel this socially, you may feel it with your friends, um, or kind of sense of social network and like your your circle of some kind, there may be a a very remarkable sense that you are moving into a new phase of your life and that you're ready for a different social experience. And over the course of these next five months with Uranus retrograde in your third house, you may need to be making some kind of shifts with the ways that you're engaging um, kind of close in with people, with your communication style. It's like you want to have different kinds of communications, different kinds of interactions, Um, probably more fun, maybe friends that are meeting you in more of an updated way um, or sense of social experience that feels like it's something new, not the old thing. Um, Others of you may be feeling this uh, in terms of more of a a broader social sense, but I'm going to call this like your social awareness. And this isn't so much about particular relationships as it is the um, kind of cultural moment. So what's happening in the world of the social. And of course, this is a very strange moment on earth and um, humanity is um, in, in a very kind of bizarre state, you know, of, of awakening for many, and then also of complacency and a a lot of fear. 
And this, one of the ways I could read this transit is that your sense of activism is getting a boost, that you're starting to feel like you really need to engage yourself in a particular way, maybe that you need to engage yourself for the future, or you may need to engage yourself in some kind of political motivation. Um, but there's a sense here that you're a little bit restless in your um, metaphorical neighborhood, and that neighborhood is like what's close into you. You want to start to shake things up a little bit. You're shaking things up again in how you're communicating, what you want to be expressing, um, how you want to be thinking about things, how you want to be gathering, congregating, communing with others, and then what the impact is um, of all of this change. Mercury on August 11th also enters Leo. So we have the planet of communication entering a sign that is very expressive and again has to do with your day-to-day life. I get a sense for you that there's a lot of energy in Leo season. There's a lot of motivation that you have to change things up. You want to change things in the structures of your life. You want to change things in how you're relating to people. And as Mercury comes into Leo um, in your solar sixth house, you start to get some kind of clarity and downloads as to how you're going to do this. Oh, I can change things by making this adjustment. Oh, that thing is going to be better over there. I'm going to clear this out. I'm going to organize it this way. But what you are organizing and arranging is um, around the structure of, again, your, your happiness, like a sense of vitality. And this doesn't have to be flamboyant or grand, but I think actually it just feels true. So there's not a lot of drama around it, but there's something uh, to me that just feels true where you're like, okay, you know, I'm the happiest when I wake up at this time of day and I get this kind of practice in and then I read this poem or something like that. I am now going to commit to doing this five days a week. And this is the type of clarity I'm talking about where you're like, ah, okay, Not a lot of drama, but okay, here it is. This is what I need to do. Um, Mercury coming into Leo again, for those of you that have pets, uh, this could be a great time to communicate with your pets. I'm not an animal communicator um, yet. I practice it a lot. And one thing that I've been working with that I'd love to just throw out there for any of you with animal companions is um, connection through the heart, literally. Um, So to kind of like pet your pet to to, um, hold them and to feel where their heart is and to feel from your heart into their heart and just make a connection that way. Of course, humans tend to anthropomorphize everything and uh, imagine some kind of human experience on it. Um, And animals have their own reality. (laughs) You you know this if you're um, a a pet companion, but um, this is a really good time to, to kind of connect and to build those channels of connection if that's something that you're interested in. On August 15th, there is a full moon in Aquarius, and Aquarius is the sign just before yours. So this full moon offers some reflection for you into the place of your psyche that is often kind of unreachable. Um, This full moon illuminates the axis of the 12th and the 6th house. This is a really good time to pay attention to your dreams around this full moon. Um, It's a good time to, again, kind of connect with the liminal. So whether that's communicating with your pets 
spirits or your spirit guides or talking to this, the spirits of your deceased, um, things like this. Uh, this is also a really important time for you to notice the way that you are impacted by the collective and by culture in general. And um, again, maybe to just have some intentionality around how you're working with a more collective energy. Remember to check in with Embodied Astrology on the full moon as well as the new moon for some astrological and embodiment support from me. August 15th, Mercury's shadow is complete. You are blessed to move forward at this point with your projects. Mercury is completing its shadow in the sign of Leo. Again, this is about your day-to-day, your health. If you've had ideas about how you want to structure your life and your schedule, you're now ready to move forward with them. On August 17th, Mars moves into Virgo, where it will transit through October 4th. On August 21st, Venus moves into Virgo, where it will transit through September 15th. And on August 23rd, the sun moves into Virgo, where it will transit through September 21st. All of these planets now coming into Virgo bring the personal planets into your opposite sign. This has to do with um, a kind of readiness, I think, for relationship in a slightly different way. So I was mentioning a moment ago um, kind of your sense of the social and like the social whole. And as Mars, Venus, and the sun all make their ingresses into your opposite sign, you may actually have quite a lot of opportunities to practice communicating, connecting, um, interacting with people in different ways. Virgo as your opposite sign represents the other. This in some ways is any other. And specifically, this is your important relationships and committed partnerships. As the personal planets start to fill up the space in your chart, I think you have greater clarity around how you relate with others and how those relationships impact um, your day-to-day, your health, your sense of social participation. Are these relationships that are up-to-date with what you want now? Are they relationships that um, have some kind of conflicts that need to be addressed, um, this will be a month that'll start to bring them up, um, the kind of later part, last couple days of Leo season, and then definitely Virgo season. Um, With Mars in Virgo and Venus in Virgo, we have a little bit of a caution here around criticism and hyper-focus on the details. And so especially for those of you who are dealing with important people, your partners, your spouses, your business partners, and important friends, as well as, again, just people in general, um, check your judgment. I just want to say that. Just check your judgment. Um, That goes for your projections um, on what other people are thinking about you. So if you're in a place where you're going, oh my God, they're judging me, they're judging me, they're judging me, check that judgment. And if you're judging them, check that judgment. Um, Virgo can be a very judgmental sign. And these planets coming in give a lot of emphasis to micromanaging of the details. And you might be picking up on all kinds of things about other people. And you might also be picking up on all kinds of things about yourself. Um, So soften the edges a little bit if they feel edgy. All right. That's what I have for you for now. I wish you all the best in Leo season. Bye-bye for now.